Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks, and we're on the 211th podcast, and man, we've had a day today, Stephanie, and uh, I mean, we started out early, we went walking, Debbie, you, I, we went walking, now Stephanie did one of these things where, I, I don't quite understand it, but some people bolt out ahead, you know, so she bolted out ahead, so, you know, I'm getting Debbie, Debbie's putting on her jacket, and Stephanie just like takes off, so what was the deal with that this morning, you just blew us off, man, you just took off. And left us standing here. You know, walking is a way I can deal with internal things I'm struggling with. So and what you're saying I is had, you weren't mad at us. You weren't no, in a bad place. No, I had place. a bad, well, I was kind of in a bad place, but not because of you guys. Just because I got a messed up brain. You know, your brain is fried. And, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I appreciate that vote of confidence. We used to say that no, in the army. It was more, term, it was just. Four, I can't count. It four. was more you know, the triggers, triggers and stuff that had piled up. So, so anyway, and then she's like running out there. Yeah. Hey, it made me feel better. Man, it does. And then that's when I talk to God and God tells me to cut it out. So, well, and and I want you to know something. I was trying to talk to God, but I was in catch up mode with Debbie and her and I never (laughs) caught anybody. And, uh, but at least we know she wasn't mad at us this morning. So we had our four mile walk (laughs) this morning Then we went over to campus, and I mean, is that like the best campus ever? It is. Man, there's so many great colleges out there, and I get that. We're going to be at the next one one of these days soon, and I get that. But we just had a good time. We did. It was great. We've just got to tell folks, hey, this place has been more fun. And and Pastor Young, you know, Pastor Young and and Miss Tanya and their three beautiful little girls. Oh, my So precious. Yeah, so Debbie got to sit right next to two of them. She kind of corralled two of them on, on one side of the table and just Debbie loves little kids and man just had a great time with them and then and uh, we really got to eat we we love we love the young family and we just want to shout out to them and they fed us right time they, they took did. us to a place called Cheddar's if you've never been to Cheddar's I recommend you don't go I mean it like totally blew my diet uh, <laughs> I ate like ribs and chicken fingers and I mean on a scale of one to ten, they were like a six hundred and twenty-seven with flavor. They brought out these rolls, and they put—you're not going to believe this—but they put frosting on these croissants that were made homemade, and they were hot, and there was like this brown sugar or sugary taste in the middle. It kind of like melted a little bit in your mouth as you ate it, and it, it kind of burned a little when I had that first one. Kind of right here—I don't know if you can notice—right on the right-hand side of my lips is a little burn. Kind of looks like a zip, but it's not. It's a burn. I'm sorry. It's a roll burn. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we were. <laughs> you haven't lived until you have a roll burn, and then so all kinds of things happen over the school. This uh, this lady got saved today. Yeah. Uh, people yep. came over, signing up for things, doing things, wanting to be part of the it ministry. It was exciting. Experience, wanting to help peeps like you, wanting life to be. Uh, you know, just normal, and and God can God and can we got, create that normal in you. Yep, and got booked booked for next year. Right away, man. They hooked us up, made meetings happen. Uh, 
I mean, we're coming back. And, and listen, PCC uh, peeps, we're, we're going to be back. We're going to be back in March. We'll release more as we get close. We don't want you people freaking out too early because we've got a long way. It's like four months from now. And, mm -hmm. and you know what's weird? I think the day we get here is the anniversary of us meeting. Is it really? Yeah, isn't that freaky? Wow. Maybe we'll eat Mexican. Oh, we'll go down to that place called the Dog House. We'll bring, no, Debbie doesn't want to eat the dog. We'll get Debbie healthy food in route. Well, you're not going to want to eat a dog either. Oh, the sauerkraut? I but will we, so we do hot dog and sauerkraut. Station. We went over there. They allowed us yeah. to take some pictures, do some stuff. We love those people, man. We met a brother it was over great. there, Jeff Surgeon. I mean, everybody was great. So we, yeah. that's it. We're done talking. We got to start talking about Psalm 26. Psalm 26. Now, wait a minute. We, we forgot to ask you how you're feeling tonight. How you feeling? Do we need to talk about that? So we cheated we've, today. We've been on these healthy food things, and we've been on a kick, and... And I got to be upfront with you. Me personally, this is what I can tell you personally about me. The healthy food made me feel better. Yep. I'm a little bit sore tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm a little bit sore tonight. Uh, you know, I, I think that this is what I think. I think my body got used to burning high test fuel. How about you? Yep, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm feeling joint pain I hadn't felt before I cheated Nita. But that cookie was so good from so that Dr. Busey, bakery. So, Doctor Busey, you don't know him. He, he oh, runs he's the mission such for, a sweet. He brought us like a six-inch in diameter cookie that was like five eighths to three quarters of an inch thick. Oh, that thing had more chocolate chips it in it so than uh, uh, the state of Rhode Island has. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it was just—it was more messed up than our soups. And, and Debbie, right now, oh, she got no, no, get it out of the room. Get it out of the room. <laughs> So anyway, we just realized something terrible. We have those. Hey, listen, we're five and a half minutes into this. We Just real quickly, I'm not going to cover the usual things. The kids are doing great. She checked on them last night. She checked on them all the time. Uh, the kids here are doing spectacularly great. They're at so, a play right now. Yeah, they're watching Cyrano. De Bergiac. De Bergiac. <laughs> see, the maniac. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> So we, I, we took, so Debbie and I always get the boys when they hit a certain, of a certain age. We got cufflings and ties for uh, Charles and went over and got his shirt measured by this woman who was a little bit too Southern. Sweetie, honey, come on, I'll measure that neck, you know? Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I like people like that. I like it when they wait on us, you know, like. Debbie and I had a waitress one time. It's like, hey, sweetie, hey, honey, how you like your eggs? Hey, baby, hey, sweetie. You know, at first it seems fake and stuff, but it wasn't, man. It's real. Mm -hmm. Those eggs were never hotter. But anyway, here we are. We're on <laughs> Psalm number 26. And you know what I like? It's another Psalm of David. But you know what I like about this is David puts himself out there. He's real. Mm -hmm. David puts himself out there time and time again. And, and God's inspiring his word to us. And you know what? When I read this Psalm a minute ago, getting prepared, and we, we've been having Stephanie read, and we're going to have her read this one as well. But when I read this a minute ago, getting ready for this, there's so much going on uh, in this psalm. And, and folks, we need this. We need this kind of talk. We need to look at ourselves. We need to examine ourselves. Our, our litmus test, our mirror is the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like I was so I met this lady today. And I'm not going to go into details in case some of you know her, but but she was caught up in sin. And and I told her the first thing I told her is, you know what you need to do. 
You need to stop and say no more. Mm -hmm. You know, you just need to stop it. And some of you out there listening to us and you're caught up in the stupid stuff and and and, and you're letting this crazy stuff pile up on top of you. And you need to stop that before any healing is going to be done, before that relationship gets healed with God, before things start turning around, get rid of the moron in your life. You know, you're... Uh, I mean, if you're going out with somebody and they're, and they're got you in sin and upside down and stuff, dude, can I tell you, ma'am, can I tell you, you're going out with the wrong person. Yep. That's all I'm saying. That's all yep. I'm saying. So anyway, Stephanie, if you go ahead and read Psalm 26 for us, please. All right. Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart, for for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving, and tell of all thy wondrous works." Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house, and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me, and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place. In the congregation will I bless the Mm. Lord." Wow, we got that, you know, we're starting to see some of that Hebrew parallelism and we're starting to see some of, some of the words going on, our Hebrew poetry and the way things are talked. But here's what I love. You know, we were talking about this young lady situation. There's a million young men and a million young ladies who are in that exact situation tonight. And, you know, here's David Psalm talking to us right about that situation. And I would be afraid, Stephanie, I'm not sure about you, but I'm kind of afraid to say something like, judge me, O Lord. You know, that's a tough thing. Uh, and he's saying, you yeah. know, he's not going to backslide. Examine me, O Lord. Prove me. Try my reins. I mean, that's, that, to me, that's almost asking for some of Job's stuff. I think David, David was a man after God's own heart. He was. God said that. So that's not just... A statement that is that is a it's not just a human statement that's a God fact and I just looked up the definition of integrity Mm. Um, two definitions here the quality of being honest and having strong strong moral principles the state of being whole and undivided Wow and I think what it tells me is that David didn't fear God, I don't think he means judge me, oh Lord, in the sense of, you know, strike me with lightning. I think it's a sense of, God, you can prove me and you're going to know that I have been honest, that I have been morally upright, that I am, you know, the Bible talks about this, the the man who's double-minded being unstable in all his ways. And those people who speak with a forked tongue. I know people like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and David was not a man like that. He... He wasn't, he wasn't like he was undivided. He wasn't unstable in his thinking. And so he could come before God. He's looking for vindication, I think. Yes, and know he's that he for, was going right. to be proven innocent. You know, he, he's like that person that's saying, God, 
vindicate, you know, here he is in his kingdom. And I believe, and I, I've been studying my little booklets and that kind of thing. But I believe right here, I think what's going on is, you know, David's looking for some kind of vindication. I think his, you know, I think Absalom may be starting to act up here. I think, you know, David may be the king, but you still have the bad judges and all those different people. You still have wickedness all around you, you know, and and David's saying, you know, vindicate me, God, vindicate me. Judge me, O Lord. I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also uh, in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. I'm not moving. You know, these other people may move. And you know, yeah. something's happened in America, Stephanie, over the years. And, and you've seen it in your life. Yep. And, and how things have changed. Most definitely in the past 10 or 12 years, things have slid very quickly and very in a very crazy 12. way in the United States. Yeah. And, uh, and I've seen it. You know, mm -hmm. I sort of slide just a little bit, you know, when I was uh, a younger man and stuff. But, I mean, things are just exploding on the scene right now. And they're just all that. And so, so this is like an infirmary right now. I'm watching Stephanie try to rub a leg or an ankle or something while giving her a podcast. And there's a lot going on here, folks. i got to be up front with you. But this is what I'm thinking. There is a lot going on in this verse. But just to leave verse 1, I think what David's saying is, Lord, I'm doing right. I'm in integrity. And folks, that's our responsibility. We got to leave this Psalm 26 in verse 1, uh, just allowing the Lord's word and the Lord and that mirror to vindicate us. Well, and I think he's going to go through and explain what that integrity looks like. He's going to do that. You and cut ahead of me. You cut ahead of me all the time. I'm sorry. No, I'm not judging you. That's, that's why you're the co-host. You but cut. I think integrity isn't just, it's not a one-time thing. Integrity is being, you're being someone that people can trust in and rely on. Mm. You're going to be truthful. You're going to be honest. You better be somebody that can be trusted and relied on if you call yourself Christian. Well, and that integrity should be one of the... You know who Alexander the Great was? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was like this conqueror. We hope. In the intertestamental. We case. sure hope that anyone who has been through world history knows who okay. exactly Alexander so the Great So in between the Old Testament and the New Testament is this period of time called the intertestamental period because it's Old Testament, New Testament. But it's also called in Greek the Hellenization period. It was a period where wars and battles allowed a common language to spread. And there was a conqueror named Alexander the Great. And Alexander the Great is studied by generals, by military academies, by presidents, yeah. by everybody, trying to figure out what made him such an effective leader. And he was young. He was young, man, yeah. He yeah. died like, in People like try early to write 30s. books and stuff and say he was gay. He wasn't gay. I mean, stop it. Cut it out. But anyway, uh, you know, they, oh, I guess because he did this, he had to be oh, gay. Brother. You know, if somebody combs their hair, oh, they got to be. Stop it, folks. Yeah. But anyway. You know what's going on here? And, uh, uh, you know, if a, if a girl wears a short haircut and swings a good golf club, I mean, she's in trouble, too. <laughs> but anyway, it's, see, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that attitude. I know. But Alexander the Great had, they were, having an, they were having a tremendous battle. And there was one commander that kept, kept falling back as Alexander the Great got older. And... Uh, so Alexander the Great ran out to this commander and said, why are you falling back? Why aren't you attacking? Why aren't you doing this? He said, what's your name, son? And he said, sire, my name's your name. I'm Alexander. He said, son, get right or change your name. And I believe that's what God is talking to us about here. And in, Psalm, in, in verse number two, it says, who shall, 
boy, I'm in the right verse. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins in my heart. He's saying, try me out and give me a chance. And, and, and this whole thing between two and eight is this examination, you know. Examine me, O Lord. And then he goes on, for thy love and kindness is before mine eyes. And, and, and folks, what's it before your eyes? Is it God's love and kindness? Are you studying the Word of God? Are you reading the Word of God? Are you doing your devotions? And he's saying he's walked in truth. I have not sat with vain persons. That's a pretty hard thing not to sit with those people. And uh, neither will I go in their dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency. So will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. And this is getting back to what we were talking about, which is he, he was right with God. He was the king, but he was with evildoers. Yeah, and there's always going to be those people around us yeah. who um, yeah, who are clearly not focused on serving God. Um, whose hearts are not sold out to bringing honor and glory to him. And yeah. we have to make that choice. David says, I have not sat with vain persons. In other words, he could have. Yeah. It was something he very easily could have done. And then he says, neither will I go in with the dissemblers. In other words, these are conscious choices he is making. And being someone who has integrity does not just happen by chance. You have to work You at it, have to make the choice every out. single day, maybe multiple times a day, yeah. that I am not, no, I am not selling my soul. Um, there's been many times in life when the choice has been set before me, you're going to sell your soul out mm. when the rubber meets the road yeah. to be a man pleaser. Are you going to stick with what you know is right. And folks, this and is that's the bottom the line. we have. A bottom line right here. What are you going to do? It doesn't matter what we're going through. I think that's the important thing. Yep. I think the important thing is people want situational ethics back. Mm -hmm. they, they say, well, well the yeah, reason I have ethical problems. Because then you can be a creep and excuse that's it. That's right. The reason I have moral problems is because I was widowed. That's something you could say. The reason I'm a, but Stephanie's not a knucklehead. She said, no, I'm not going to do that. Some people say, well, the reason I became this or the reason I left my spouse or the reason I did this is because I'm going through this. God doesn't want to, hey, David went through some junk, folks. And, uh, but you know what it is? It's God is bigger than all these crazy things we went through. We got to realize that when we wake up in the morning, we got to say God's bigger than this junk today. God's bigger than, than all this stuff I'm going through. God's bigger than any changes that are in my life. God's bigger than, and you could sit there and you can check one block after another. God's yeah. bigger than all that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and I think that's, that's the lesson uh, we need to keep talking about. And then we get down here to verse number nine. Gather not my soul. Hmm. And, and you look, see what he's saying there with sinners. Nor let my life with bloody men and whose hand is mischief, and with the right hand is full of bribes. But it is for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me and be merciful unto me. 
my look at this my foot standeth in an even place i'm not moving mm -hmm. in the congregation will i bless the lord and he's saying redeem me get me through these times and help me get through these i mean what are you seeing there he's talking about hypocrites he's talking about knuckleheads and all these things what what's going on here stephanie what are you seeing well it's interesting to me in verse 9 david makes a very interesting um a whole list of comparisons for one group of people. Yeah. He first off calls them sinners. Yeah. And then from there we have these subtitles. Bloody and bloody men in whose hands is mischief. Their right hand is full of bribes. And it's very interesting to me, Doug, that a bloody, mischievous, and deceitful person... Those three things always are, are very often, I should say, are listed together by David and Solomon in Proverbs. And, that, you know, they're hooked together because people don't stop at one. Exactly. That's, that's the problem say. with evil. There's never, you can't have a little evil. And that's why if you see, you know, when you see something, if you see something in, in a person's life. Yeah. Use discernment in who you make your friends. Use discernment in whom you make your, your companions and those you confide in. Because if you see a tendency or a characteristic of being a bloody man, a, hand in, um, a man whose hands are full of mischief or of bribes, you're seeing the tip of the iceberg yeah. because they go together, as we clearly see displayed before us right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know... I like this idea of standing on level ground. I mean, it's this idea that I'm not going to move. I'm not going to lean this way. I'm not going to lean that way. Because then you're unstable in all your ways. That's right. I'm going to stand with yeah. God. I'm going to stay. And, and you know, folks, maybe that's what today is all about. The day we make a decision that we're going to stand level with God. The day we make a decision that no matter what's going on in our life, no matter where we, and, and I mean, you know, we looked at the map. So I looked at the map of our podcast and where it was going the other day. So you click on it and you get an idea of where people are listening to us. And, and, and I mean, here in this Pensacola area is a very large group of people. So there's about 100 people that listen to us every day here in Pensacola. But also, I know, uh, I know we're talking to uh, people on the mission field in third world countries in the 1040 window mm -hmm. uh, in Africa and Asia and, and not the great places and not all that. And, uh, and you know, we owe them something, not only God, but we, we owe them. We need to stand on level ground back here so that we keep supporting missionaries. We need to stand on level yeah. ground back here. So we're praying for them. We yeah. need to stand on level ground. So it's easier for them to stand on level ground. Yeah. There's nothing worse than a jaded troop on the, on the battlefield. There's nothing worse than a troop being let down on the battlefield. And we, we started this. If you remember, we started before we looked at this Psalm. I, I made the, uh, I made the conversation about this young lady who got right with God today and made some decisions for God. And that's what David's doing here. David's just saying this, hey, I'm standing here. I don't care about the judges. I don't care about the government. I don't care about the people in my kingdom. Their king is going to stand upright, their leader. And you've got to make that decision for your family, for your friends. It starts with an individual. Well, family. and that's, yeah, and that's where a leader, that's where a leader is born. A godly leader is born, yeah. not because one morning he wakes up or she wakes up and yeah. says, 
oh, I'm going to choose to be a leader today. No, you make it by making those godly decisions yeah. Yeah, every single right. day and every little no, no realm of life when it comes to glorifying God is little. Um, it yeah. doesn't matter what we're doing. I mean, Paul says, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever, or whatsoever ye do, do, do all to the glory of God. And you know, Are can we... I say something right there that's real important? Yeah. I'm glad he said that about eating tonight because I was feeling pretty bad about myself a minute ago. But <laughs> I'm not sure if we brought glory to God, but we did some eating tonight. I want you to know that. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know, if I didn't inter I mean, the people out there with ADHD and OCD and They stuff understand. Like, they know what I'm going through. And I they need to, do. I need to keep them aware. You know, by changing things up once in a while, it helps them. But uh, <laughs> uh, No, so but seriously, I mean, are you, are you, do you do your chores to the glory of God? Do you do, um, you, you know. brush your teeth to the glory of God. I mean, do you? Seriously. Anything you do, is it to the glory of God? Is it so that ultimately you can bring more and glory to God? And we were around that dude this week with really bad breath. I'm not going to point out who it was or where we met him or anything. <laughs> but folks, can I tell you something? Like I just came in a little while ago and I told Debbie, you know, mm -hmm. I, owe, I owe her better than to smell like that barbecue sauce that was on the ribs and stuff. And my mouth, it tasted terrible. I mean... It's been like six months since my mouth has tasted this bad. So what? And then I ended, up, <laughs> I ended up swallowing some mouthwash. But whatever you do, I did a little bit of mouthwash. I think it's messed me up a little bit. I feel a little weird. I kind of feel like it's, you know, it's the mouthwash virus. You know how you get a little bit off? But, but here's what I'm thinking about. And, and listen, folks, we're not mocking anybody who's going through COVID-19 or any type of virus. Listen. <laughs> Our prayers are with you. This thing right. is, is spreading like crazy. Listen, we need to pray for each other. Wash your hands, do whatever you got to do, and serve God, and don't be afraid. And God's going to take care of you, and uh, He's still going to take care of you. But anyway, I wanted to get to this point because we're almost at the end again. Wow. And man, we just get there so quickly now. But I, I just wanted to ask you this question. So surrendering to God, the, the hymn, the hymn I'm thinking about is something like, I surrender all. Do you, do you, mm. you know, I, and, and folks, can I be up front with you? Every once in a while, I write a hymn that's already been written. And, <laughs> and so, because, because I'm fried, my brain is fried. And you people know what I'm talking about. There's long days. So sometimes I'll sit around and go, I surrender, you know, and I'll, I'll want to, I want to type an email up to Stephanie and say, man, I just wrote a great new song. All to Jesus, I surrender, you know. But anyway, <laughs> nothing more than you can do. And we quoted this verse two podcasts ago and ten podcasts ago and a hundred times. But listen, get this right. I beseech thee, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, holy. acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. The least you can do. And be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of, of your mind. mind. Oh, yeah. Folks, surrender prove. right now. Surrender. Yeah. It's about service to God. When you surrender, you can serve God. When you say, today's the day I start getting better, you know what? God lets you get better. Doug, you when know When you what? say, God's going to make me better, he'll do it. When you call out to God and say, God, I need a change in my life, he'll change your life. That's what Paul just, I'm sorry, that's what David just did. Examine yeah. me, vindicate me, exactly. look at me, trust me. Well, he's, yeah, sorry, I sort of was yeah. going to oh, interrupt you, can cut, you hey, there. Oh, you cut me off, I'm used to it. It's all right, it's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 no, I was just going to say that same way that, 
Paul talks about that you may prove what, what is, is that good, good and acceptable? It's the same. And you bailed me. You saved me. It's and the I same idea as. Up Paul and David and it's the same idea as what David says there. Of judge me, O Lord. Examine judge. me, O Lord. Examine. It's the same idea as what Paul says of proving. Those are hard things, though. And, and folks, I don't want to mock them. I don't want to mock you. I just want to say that honestly, go to God. Yeah. And surrender everything to Him and trust Him and see what He does. And so choose, anyway, make those day by day, moment by moment choices. I wrote a that song I one will time called have... Day by Day, Moment by Moment. Yeah. <laughs> you I don't did know where it not. is. I did too. It's day on my by computer. day and day with day each day passing day. moment, strength I find. Please don't tell me you think you Oh, man. See, here I am. Once again, I think I'm writing hymns that have already been written. So you guys need to pray for me. There's something going on here. You know, and. Uh, but anyway, we've got some new songs, and somebody's not caught up to all of them right now. But anyway, <clears throat> there is this great song. Uh, and we wrote, by the way, we wrote a good song about it. He Frees Me. He, he sets, sets Me, me free. free. I sang that a couple days ago. I know, so we can't sing it again. So do a verse of I Surrender All. I think okay. that's perfect. All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Surrender all to your blessed Savior. Hey, we love being with you folks. Listen to every word here. First thing you got to do is get saved. We sure do love you folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.